0: Welcome to the Raising Wild podcast. I'm Brittany, blogger, wife, mama to two little boys, and voice behind Raising Wild. Each week I focus on topics of motherhood and raising up children to have wild hearts, wild love for others, and wild imaginations. So grab a cup of coffee and come hang out for a while. Welcome to episode 15. Today I have a very special guest on. Her name is Katie, and she is going through something that so many women are currently experiencing, and it's something that's not very talked about. It's miscarriage. It's very hard to have a conversation, especially being vulnerable and sharing your story When you're in the midst of so much pain, Katie reached out to me through Instagram in hopes to share her story. So today we're going to sit and talk about her experience and how she's coping. And today's topic is called finding joy through loss. So we'll touch on the many different areas of how we can find joy in the midst of pain and loss. But I hope you guys can connect with this in some way because I know within the motherhood circle, this is something that is so necessary. It seems taboo still a little bit to talk about it, but it's important that we start addressing it and showing that it's not something exclusive to only some people. It's happening to a lot of people and a lot of people are hurting because of it. It's also important to note that it's not your fault and Today, we'll, we'll touch on a lot of that stuff, but without further ado, let's welcome Katie to the podcast. Hi, Katie. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and being vulnerable and sharing your story. I know it takes a lot of courage to share some of our deepest pain, especially when we're in the midst of it. So um, I would love to have you just share a little bit about who you are, just in case our listeners haven't had the opportunity to get to know you and your sweet little family yet. Hi.
1: Yes. So, my name is Katie Pritchard. I'm on Instagram, it's Katie Rose Pritchard. Rose is my maiden name. I'm a mother of two beautiful girls, Rosie and Camille. recently experienced a miscarriage, which is my second miscarriage. So, it's been, it's been a little bit of a rough time over here, but I am excited to just open up and shed light on this. I don't feel like it's talked about enough, so I'm looking
0: forward to uh, discussing, discussing that with you. Awesome. Okay, so like you said, this is this was your um, second miscarriage. So with that, I know I've, I've heard friends and other women who are going through miscarriage that in a way, it almost feels as if your body has failed you. Have you felt that way at all during this miscarriage or with your previous miscarriage? Such a good question because, I mean, in a
1: way, you you go through, I feel like there's stages of like emotions and feelings that like, your, your emotional state just, like, takes you on this roller coaster from, like, the moment you think you're miscarrying and then you know you're miscarrying and, and then after. I would say that there are times where I'm just so, like, angry and I so many questions go through your mind. Like, what have I done wrong? Was I supposed to go downtown the other day? Like, should I have been on bed rest? But all of those questions, like, honestly, are unanswerable and we will never have those answers ultimately I find I find myself back to the center where I'm always thankful for my body because at the end of the day it's amazing I have two you know healthy little girls I know I'm not done I know my journey is not over and so at the end of the day no I'm not I don't feel like I've been failed by my body
0: That's beautiful. I think that's really great to have that kind of perspective because I know for myself that I I would feel very angry as well. I would be like, well, what was wrong with my body? Why wasn't my ba- body able to hold this, this baby like the other two? And then so many questions and it's just a never ending cycle of questions. And I think it's so great that your perspective is, you know, you have two beautiful, healthy girls and your journey's not over yet. That is something that I find just so encouraging. It just speaks a lot about you know, your heart. And I think the moment we find out, you know, we're pregnant with these little ones, our hearts are already like sold out for them. We love them so much. And it's devastating to go through that. And especially today, you, you find more people are starting to open up about it and wanting to share their story. I mean, what are some of the things that made you want to share your story?
1: Like, for one, it is it is talked about more than, like, ever than it used to be, but I still don't feel like we hear about it enough. I feel like, like me, typically, like, I want to share happy stories. I, you know, you get on Facebook, you want to see happy things, get on Instagram, like, you want to be inspired. And so, like, the content that I put out there, of course, I want to, I want it to be happy and upbeat but I feel like it's so important in the grand scheme of things to to have this this real life that you talk can talk about and that people can relate to because like it's not all great. It's not all perfect all the time. So it means so much to me personally to open up and say like, you know, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. I'm really sad today or I'm I'm really broken down right now someone else out there feels the same way that's reading it like they don't feel alone and they feel somewhat comforted just knowing that like really those are okay feelings you're okay like you will be
0: okay you know Absolutely. And you have a pretty far reach. I mean, you have quite a bit of Instagram followers and you've built this great platform for yourself. And a lot of times we can, you know, get nervous to share these most vulnerable parts of ourselves because there are people out there that are going to react negatively that are gonna say really mean and hurtful things that aren't true and just kind of sway our emotions in a negative direction. Yeah, totally. And and
1: what's funny is- when you say that is like I had this really weird like conflict at the beginning like I wanted to share my story so bad like honestly right in the middle of all the hurt. but and actually I ended up doing that but the one thing I was a little reserved about was that knowing all of my friends and family that I'm close to like here were also going to see those things and that it's, it's interesting because I felt kind of weird about that and I felt like Do I want them to know? Like, it's okay if, like, my 20,000 followers know, but, like, do I want my best friend to know? But, and, and that's just, that's the wall I had to let down. It's like, okay, I'm going to open up. I'm going to open up. And they need to hear it too. And, like, they did. And, of course, I got my messages and all those things. But it, that was kind of, Letting my wall down more than ever, and and that's what's so weird about it is it took that like the people that you're close to that you talk to every day, like letting them in and hearing like your heart and your story. That was so huge for me.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, and I can I can totally get that because with your followers you can easily um, tune them out. You can shut off your phone. You can put it away and not check it and. And essentially you don't ever have to go and check it again and you can just kind of cut yeah. that, but you just can't cut your best friend out. You can't cut your mom out. You know, they, they these people are going to want to come and, And to be there for you, and you know, going down that route now, that topic, I know it's such a hard dance to go through when you have, you know, yourself who is experiencing this, and then say you have a best friend that who has never experienced miscarriage or any type of loss that significant. I think For someone out there, it might be helpful to know, like how how can the person that is, you know, wanting to be there for you, that hasn't experienced the the miscarriage before, how can they be there for you and kind of get past that feeling of guilt? Um, Maybe they're currently pregnant, and you know, what is it that they can do? Do you have any advice on how they can love on on you in this period of time, this very fresh, raw period of time? that is honestly such a great question
1: and a little bit of a difficult one because I don't know one of my friends right now that's not that pregnant, seriously, but, but that, that's such a good one. I feel like personally, what i would suggest or put out there for someone like wondering like what would be a good what would be a good mechanism like of support and how they should reach out to somebody going through this type of pain is for me it is comforting to know that people are thinking of me and praying for me and and that sort of thing like it is not one of these things like i want to shut people out whatsoever do i want to go out and Social. The week after, no, not necessarily. But I, but I also feel so much love from honestly even like a random Instagram follower that I don't know and I will never know, but like they will send the the most kind message to me and I literally cannot tell you how much every single word means to me. And I believe I've written every single buddy back that has reached out. It means so much. Like even just a simple text. And sometimes that's all that really needs but I, I know that it's hard when you know somebody that um, experiences loss on any level, like whether it be someone in their family that they lost or a miscarriage or something of that nature. I also struggle with like, how do I reach out that I'm also at the end of the day the type of person that I feel like I need to, you know, like, I mean, and a lot of times just a message or like a text or something, but I am always pulled to reach out. That's just my nature. So because I'm wired that way, I think that when it comes back to me, it I feel it and I really appreciate it. But I will say that I don't really want to be around many people right after that. I'm just now kind of getting back on my feet, I would say like 10 11 days after the fact. So But that is so important. I just feel like people need to know that, like, it's okay to break the ice and reach out and just let let them know that you love them and you're thinking about them. And that's literally all you need to do. That's
0: That's so encouraging. And it's very – it's helpful, too, because I'm sure that there's somebody out there that is going to be like, wow, okay – It is okay for me to reach out and and to pour out love on them because it almost seems like there's this invisible line, like you don't want to cross. Thank you for sharing that. Going along with our topic, our topic today is finding joy within loss. What are some of the ways that you have been able to find joy even in the ashes of all of this this loss? I mean, I know it's devastating. And you mentioned your girls earlier and how they're healthy and just their vibe Written, they're well. What else, though, has kind of helped you pull through and get past the grief? Uh-huh. I will be honest. The first few days,
1: if anybody out there listening has been through a miscarriage, I'm sure if you have kids already, probably can relate. Like it's almost it's just so like hard to even admit that like it's it's hard to even appreciate all the blessings and like all the good happy things around you at that time because like I have two healthy girls you know I have a loving husband I have a great family I have great friends and you, you almost like don't appreciate any of it not I mean luckily that doesn't have to stay around for long and I think it's a dip in the hormones to be quite honest with you I think it's just your hormones are freaking out you don't know what to do with yourself you thought you were pregnant for 40 something days and then or not, you know. So it's a lot to go through, but eventually, I think that this last week, after six or seven days of just going through the motions, like I was in the living room, um, I stay home with my daughter, my youngest daughter, and watching her play around on the floor, and she's still needy still. I mean, she's Almost 17 months, so she's barely a toddler, and she's into everything, and I'm always chasing her, and honestly, she keeps me on my feet. Like, she is totally, she's totally, like, inspiring to me, and then obviously my my oldest girl, too, but I I really feel like it's just a matter of time. I feel like, I feel like the, the time it takes to... Get through it. will just it will move you along. And the most way that I know to find joy is to literally know that it's going to happen again. Like I'm going to have a healthy baby. I'm going to have another pregnancy. I'm going. I'm gonna make it. You know. Um, and I know that because I trust in this process. and I trust in this journey. I've been through this before. I've been down this road before. A little backstory too. I don't think we touched on is that grizzly with my little rainbow baby after a miscarriage before, which we could see her like, two and a half weeks after my miscarriage happened. So, that alone, that experience, just, like, gives me so much hope and positivity that I'm already there again. I'm already like, okay, like, let's 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 try again, you know? And it, it's hard probably for some people to drop their head around, but at the same time, that's just the way that i that's just the way that I'm wired. I feel like you know, it's not going to happen if you sit and dwell for weeks and months at a time. So that's really
0: helped me. Yeah, absolutely. Taking it day by day, moment by moment, yeah. and just being gentle to yourself and and remembering that it's not your fault. Um, it's just what happens, and there's nothing that you can do to prevent it, and whether you... Are I mean in some cases yes if you're not treating your body well but whether you're seven weeks pregnant or whether you're 26 weeks and you miscarry or lose a child it's your body it's not your fault your body is just doing what it's doing and you have to accept it and move forward and you're right dwelling dwelling in the past or dwelling in that and just holding on to it staying in that rut doesn't you know help you move forward absolutely could not agree more with that moving forward you you guys are planning on having or trying again for another little baby right oh yes (laughs) me too That's, that's pretty incredible that two weeks after your first miscarriage, you ended up getting pregnant with your rainbow baby. That, to me, that, that's a miracle, and it, it's just beautiful. I have goosebumps right now just thinking about that. Oh, I know.
1: It was literally such crazy. Like, you hear so many times, and even you, like, even if you haven't, like, lived through it, I'm sure you've heard, like, somewhere along the way that, like, When you're not trying, it happens, or when you get pregnant, when you're not trying, like, and even I, like, I don't like telling people that, but it is so, so true. Like, it happened with me, with her. I had the miscarriage, and I had been charting and trying and tracking and all that with, with that baby, and got pregnant, miscarried, and I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm done for a while, and I wasn't giving up. I just decided to not do it in that kind of way. I tossed the ovulation test and all of all of that, and I just wanted it to be natural. And I just wanted to take a few months off and then literally I was waiting on my period to come back to kind of start again because I thought, well, is my period ever going to start? And that's actually seven months later after not having a period. I was like, what's going on with my body? And sure enough, that. Actually, how I found out I took a test, like, wondering, am I pregnant? I mean, it was just kind of bizarre, and I had not had a cycle after that miscarriage, in fact. So, I mean, it's, it's a true, like, testimony to when you, when I was not trying, like, that's when it happened. Holding on to that kind of hope is, is literally, like, keeping me going forward. It's all that I can think about to just know
0: that that is that's ahead and that's going to happen again you know I I cannot wipe the smile off of my face that just that story is just <laughs> so beautiful and it's so encouraging inspiring to others out there and um, for those out there that are currently going through miscarriage my heart goes out to you and so much love especially to you Katie as I'm talking to you right now I just wish I could wrap my arms around you and it's just it's beautiful to know that we have a community of women going through the same thing, whether that's, you know, loss and or just we're carrying a baby to full term. Like we have people out there who are understanding and willing to stand beside us. And I think that's such a beautiful thing to be able to have oh my gosh. communities yeah. of so, women. So yeah. Yes,
1: and I I honestly want every single listener out there, like if you are going through anything of this nature at all that I have spoken of, please, like, do not hesitate. I will see your message. I will reach back out to you because it is so important to have that support, and that is, that is why I've chosen to do this with such a lot on my plate right now, but I I find so much inspiration and healing through this process because I know that if I can connect with somebody, like, that's going to make it so much more, you know, so much sweeter in the end when I do have another baby or when someone else out there is listening has their own baby, like, we can all just be in this together, and I feel like this whole journey of motherhood and, and all is we have to unite we have to stand together and be as raw as we can because let's be honest we're all moms here and it's not easy you know so um i just want everyone out there to know like i'm open arms and i'm here for you i hear you
0: absolutely and you know that's what exactly what this podcast is doing you know we are inspiring healing um whether that's healing in this moment or healing down the road if they ever have to go through something devastating like this. But thank you again so much, Katie, for sharing your story and being so vulnerable. I know, like I said earlier, it takes so much courage and it's just beautiful to see your strength and to see you on the journey to healing. I'm just grateful to get to know you and your story because your story matters. And it's raw, vulnerable stories like these that help make the motherhood world and the motherhood circle seem like a safe place. Totally. And
1: thank you so much for having me. It's been such an honor to just be able to speak on behalf of myself and so many others out there who are going through the same thing. So thank you for having me. And, um, we shall
0: talk again. Yeah, absolutely. And before we go, can you just um, let everybody know your blog and your Instagram handle just one more time? I'll also link it in the show notes.
1: Awesome, yes. It's Katie Rose Pritchard. It's K-A-T-Y-R-O-S-E-P-R-I-C-H-A-R-D. That's the Instagram handle. And then the website for the blog is the same exact um, name. So it's Katie Rose so you'll find me there. And it's a pretty new blog. Um, I started kind of fresh a couple months ago. So it's just a few posts. But it's going to be all motherhood um, and then just some random things. I don't know, really know what I'm going to talk about because I will be random at times. But I mainly want to focus on motherhood and just life in general. So go check it out and subscribe and head over to my page and... Give me a follow and reach out if you have any questions at all or just need somebody to talk to you, I'm here. So, awesome.
0: Well, thank you again, Katie. And um, to all of you out there listening, we hope that this touches your heart today and that you can walk away from this podcast feeling inspired and on a journey to healing. We'll see you next yeah. time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Raising Wild podcast. If you would like to support this podcast, please share it with a friend or if you're interested in becoming a financial supporter, there's a link below. Through your support, we are able to reach the hearts of so many mamas. If you would like to be a part of the podcast, I'd love for you to reach out through Instagram at Raising Wild Podcast. May your heart stay wild with love, friends.